Let's read a passage of scripture. Tonight from 1 Samuel chapter 16, 12 and 13. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says he had bright eyes and ruddy, good looking and a nice countenance. Speaking about David. And the Bible says among his brothers, David was anointed by the power of the Holy Spirit. The poured out the oil upon his life. Once the oil came upon David, there was not a dull day in his life. When the oil of God comes upon your life, there will not be a dull day in our lives. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many of you want that kind of an oil upon your life tonight? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He spotted the house. Hallelujah. Because he spotted a child who was hungry for the Lord. Tonight that the Holy Spirit spot the Petra church and find the Davids who are hungry for the Lord. Like pastor said, there is an advantage for the, with the anointing of God. Hallelujah. When the anointing oil comes, there is an advantage. It's an advantage oil. Anointed advantage. How many of you want anointed advantage? Hallelujah. Glory to his name. The Petra Church experienced the anointed advantage of the Holy Spirit. May he pour upon you afresh. Hallelujah. If you believe it, lift your hands and pray in the Holy Ghost. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Look at Acts chapter 2, verses 1 to 2. Now when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. It filled the whole house. Houses get ready. Come on, houses get ready to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Suddenly, people who are hungry, people who are together in the Spirit, people who are gathered in prayer, suddenly experiential, hallelujah, touch of the Holy Spirit. There are going to be a sudden moment of your life, in your life, this year in the name of the Lord. I prophesy over your life, there are sudden shift, sudden moments of revival that is going to come down upon your house. Changes, seasons of change is going to take over your life so sudden. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit came upon the upper room on the day of Pentecost. Pentecost means nothing else but the 50. On the 50th day after Jesus rose, the anointing came upon, hallelujah, at the house, the presence of the Holy Ghost. Go to Acts chapter 2 verses 3 and 4. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other language, tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Isn't it amazing? They would have thrilled. Hallelujah. When the Spirit of God came upon them as tongues of fire. When the anointing comes, the greatest thrill of my life is was when I was anointed by the Holy Spirit. When the baptism of the Holy Spirit came. When I was sitting with three people, the tangible presence of God came upon. Hallelujah. My hands and it left my life again. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some people ask me, why, why is your hand always like this? It is because uh, from that day onwards, from the age of about... Uh, 17 or 18 hallelujah 17 years i think hallelujah i felt the anointing of the holy spirit upon me in that room and it has never left me uh, that intimate presence of the holy spirit is all up upon me and i know he's with me 
the most important days of your life is the day of your salvation number one the day of your marriage number two hallelujah and the day of the baptism of the holy spirit number three hallelujah praise the lord but hold everything together in your life it is the anointing of god open your mouth and what holds everything together in my life it's an anointing of God. When you think your life is being pulled out in all the directions, when the persecution and the test and the trial and the seasons are pulling you and scattering you and hallelujah, breaking you into all directions, there is something that holds your life together because God has called you. There is a calling upon your life. He has anointed you. He cannot see you break down. Come on. Hallelujah. God will raise you up in times of trouble, in times of calamity, in times of pain. There is an anointing that will come upon your life. They were fearful. They thought Jesus has been taken up. They thought they're alone. Hallelujah. They saw him rising up. But he said, it is your advantage that I go away. Because if I go away, I can send the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, the comforter, the one who helps in time of need. I can send him across to you. And suddenly, their life came together for the glory of God. This evening, your life is going to come together. It has been pulled down. Hallelujah. It has been broken down. It has been scattered like dry bones every place, every path. God is going to bring your life, your family, your children together by the glory of Jesus Christ. If you believe it, lift your hands and say, Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's why the Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Even this night, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Be hungry for the Lord. Don't quench the fire of God. Don't say, oh, we have heard this more time and often. Don't say that. You might miss out. Hallelujah. Be reverent. Hallelujah. Be in awe. Receive the anointing and the impartation in your homes this morning or evening, whenever you're watching. In 1 Samuel 16, there is one word, oil. In Acts 2, we hear the song, tongues of fire. But let's take the look at the word oil. We have heard it many times that the shepherd would rub the oil on the sheep. He will pour down the oil and rub it on the sheep. And when it is rubbed on the sheep, the flies, the insects that has come in certain seasons, gone through its nostrils. Now it's playing games in his head. Hallelujah. Suddenly when the hot oil comes, hallelujah, this insects, this mind games, hallelujah, leaves. Come on. There is an oil today to destroy the mind games. Hallelujah. The flies had come and laid eggs uh, on the sheep and the sheep is distressed. Uh, the sheep is uh, sort of, hallelujah, uh, fighting and fighty mood and hallelujah. But when the oil of God comes, the oil of gladness, it's the oil of joy. It's the oil of assurance. Hallelujah. It's the oil of power. It's the oil of glory. It feels like, hallelujah, the season has changed. Come on, some of your insect season has gone and hallelujah, an assuring season has come. Receive it this morning. Assurance of your salvation assurance of your favor assurance of your grace assurance of your calling assurance of your anointing assurance hallelujah that you are not an ordinary person but an extraordinary child of the living God hallelujah amen when the sheep does not know where to look when his eyes have gone the shepherd when the oil comes the eyes will come back from a crazy 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 hallelujah spirit Hallelujah to the focus. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Say hallelujah. Surrender your craziness. Hallelujah. Your struggles. Hallelujah. Amen. And the sheep having the smell of the oil. Hallelujah. From a smell of dirt. From the smell of struggle. Suddenly the oil smell. Today, I don't know the, what the fragrance that you were experiencing before. But the oil smell to come upon. Hallelujah. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. What is the oil in the Bible? Let's look at that. Hallelujah. The oil in the Bible, that word means, you know, it comes from the word Cheerio. Oil is put on the hand and rub on somebody. It's put on the palm of the hand and it's rub on somebody. It's called Cheerio. It is not a theological understanding, but a hands-on experience. Hallelujah. How many of you say, I want a hands-on experience of the Lord? I don't want a theological understanding, but a hands-on experience of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Pastor has said it's a supernatural year of overflow and encounter with the Lord. How many of you want to encounter the Holy Spirit? How many of you want the hand of experience? Hallelujah. God's hand on somebody. God's hand on you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is so important that before you give hands to somebody else, that his hand should come on you. He's rubbing his nature in you. Hallelujah. When he is rubbing the oil, he's rubbing his nature in you. You're becoming like the Christ. The anointed one, the word Christ means anointed one. You're becoming, you're taking the nature of Christ. Come on church. Tonight, hallelujah. It's not your old nature. It's not your fighty nature. It's not your doubting nature. It is the nature of the Holy Spirit. Come on, that's going to upon your life tonight. That's going to fall upon you. You are experiencing, some of you at home, you are experiencing a tangible oil filling you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. What happened when this oil come upon you in 2 Chronicles, when the hand of God come upon you, what happens? 2 Chronicles chapter 26 and verse 15 and 16. 2 Chronicles. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And he made devices in Jerusalem, invented by skillful men, to be on the towers and the corners, to shoot arrows and large stones. So his fame spread far and wide, for he was marvelously helped till he became strong. Amen. He was marvelously helped. When the hand of God is rubbed on you, you are marvelously helped. When the oil of God come upon you, you are marvelously helped. When you shake hands with God, hallelujah, praise the Lord. When he rubs his oil on you, oil on your hand, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Oil on your life, you are marvelously helped. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. He was not a preacher. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Not only for preachers. The Bible says he invented new things. Hallelujah. New strategies. It will come upon the business people. Before you start your business, you need to be marvelously helped by God. The Holy Spirit oil has to come before you make the important decisions of your life. What do you need? Hallelujah. The anointing of God. Amen. He was marvelously helped. Somebody said, Hallelujah. We are leaking vessels like a balloon on the weekend when the pastor gives the word. Hallelujah. A spiritual photograph. Like hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. As if you have take, eaten 50 burgers. But on the weekend by Wednesday. Shh, as if you have taken a 25, 40 day fast. Because there is so much of leakage happening. Hallelujah. Amen. All the air is gone. You need to fellowship with the Holy Spirit on a daily basis for the anointing oil to rub on you on a daily basis. Only then you can be marvelously helped, continuously filled, dancing and singing and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't, hallelujah, be filled with dissipation and drinking and addictions, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, making melody in your heart every day. 
Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He began to, verse 16, what does verse 16 speaks about him? But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction, for he transgressed against the Lord, his God, by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Amen. When he began to leak, when? When he became proud. If you don't, on a daily basis, filled with the Holy Spirit, when God blesses you, hallelujah, your heart will be lifted. He began to weep. I mean, he began to leak. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The glory left his life. You don't humble yourself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Everybody knows that you are proud except you. That's a problem with pride. So tonight you need the oil of the Holy Spirit. When the oil come upon your life, number one, you are marvelously helped. You need to be humble every day. All robots, mothers said, God is going to use you mightily. But in your eyes, you stay humble. Some of you watching, the Holy Spirit is going to use you mightily. But in your eyes, stay humble. Two legs of the anointing is one is the hand and one is the help. When the hand of God has come, you are marvelously helped. When God rubs his oil on you, you are marvelously helped. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord this morning to anoint you with fresh oil. Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. May there be a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. May the smell of oil be upon you. Maybe every insect of the past be gone. Every insect that was hurting you, every insect that came into your head, may you be anointed so forth. Hallelujah. To go into a time of invention, new businesses, new order. Hallelujah. New life. New door. The burden leave you. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Rubbing with God before you start your life, start your day, rub with God, rub with the oil of God, then no demon will come near you. The Bible says David was having rosy cheeks, like Pritam's son, rosy cheeks, like Isaiah. But as per the word, we can see that David's father never saw that in him. Father never saw the good, his attractiveness in him. But the Bible says, then the prophet came. He came looking for David. I pray the days are coming. Somebody sent by God will come looking for you in the name of Jesus. But the Bible says David was not in the house in the Jewish culture. When you read the book of about Joseph and Jacob and Jacob's sons, the older sons were sent to take care of the sheep, but the younger ones stayed back. But you look at the Bible, the older sons are in the house and David, the younger one, was sent to take care of the sheep because the father thought he is useless. The father thought he was not attractive. Hallelujah. David's father sent him to take care of the sheep because he was not interested in the son for whatsoever reason. Somebody said he was an illegitimate child. Maybe the mother was different. Whatever reason, while he was taking care of the sheep, David learned to trust the Lord. He learned to lean on the Lord. And in his dependence of God, somewhere along the line, the Bible says he became beautiful. He became a beautiful countenance. If you want to be beautiful, not fair and lovely, it was, hallelujah, what? Your dependence on the Lord. 
Come on, church, today. You want to be dependent on the Lord. When he came back from the field and the prophet, the prophet was saying, he's good looking and his eyes are also bright. You have to depend God in your practical situation. The God will change your shape. People might have rejected you secretly. People would have sidelined you, but not attracted towards you. But when you're connected with God, your shape will be changed there. Your perspectives are changed during the season. Your countenance will be changed. You know why? Because God's hallelujah, anointing has come upon you. He's making a prince. Hallelujah. Inside of you. Amen. Amen. An important person came to meet you. When God works in you, important people will come to you. When you have a relationship with God in your private life, the oil of God will come upon you publicly. You might be hurt today, rejected, lonely experiences, in pain. You feel like you don't have those big names and big things in your life. But if you have a relationship with God, God will oil you publicly. Let there be an oil, a public oil come upon you in your darkest of nights. Hallelujah. Oil is the answer. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He did not go and drinking, partying, hallelujah, bitter, unforgiving, left the calling. No, he depended on the Lord and God publicly raised him up. Oh, some of you, hallelujah, have kept your path, stayed in faith, looked unto God. God will publicly honor you in this season in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, don't retaliate. Hallelujah, don't, hallelujah. Oh, speak back. Don't revile when you are reviled. Commit yourself into the trust of God and he will publicly oil you. Connect with God privately to be honored publicly. He was ruddy. He was red in color. Red. You see the red emojis? It speaks about love. It's called emojis. Even David had a big heart, red color, based on love. God is looking for not for the size of your head, information, right? Size of your heart, how much you love him. Many meanings. One is love. Number two, red speaks about blood pumped in from the heart. It's red, it's filled with love. Red shows sacrifice. Sacrifice. He was ready to sacrifice in his private life. So he had experiences in public. Experiences come in sacrifice. Hallelujah. His blood was boiling, but was boiling for Jesus. Red also signifies passion. Blessed are those, the Bible says, who are hungered and thirst for righteousness. They shall be filled. How many of you are hungry this evening? How many of you are hungry? Lift your hands and say, Lord, I am hungry for your oil. I am hungry for your presence. I am hungry for a fresh touch. You need to be passionate. You need to. Jesus was for the passion that was set before him. He endured the cross. He was passionate to die for you. If you're not passionate praising Him, if you don't have it, ask the Lord. If you're passionate for other things, be passionate for the Lord. If you're passionate and looking at the face of the Lord, no doubt in these last days you will be filled with the Spirit. Bread also signifies the precious blood of Jesus. The oil will always come upon you when you are under the blood. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and the 8th verse. Let your garments always be white and let your head lack no oil. 
Amen. When when does this oil come upon you? When he when does he rub oil on you? When your garments is white, when you declare your righteousness through the blood of Jesus Christ, when you know it's not my righteousness, it is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Else Indian team would have filled with oil. Amen. Hallelujah. It is only on the white garments. Not white garments of the Indian team. The white garments that is through the blood. Amen. His eyes were bright, the Bible says. Innocence. When you are washed with the blood, you are innocent. No hypocrisy. You can look at your eyes and see the innocence of the oil of God flowing. You can look at his eyes. Some people, we don't want to look at their eyes. When David was taking care of the bear, he had such eyesight that he could even find, spot a bear at darkness. That is coming. Come on, church. The midnight lions and the midnight bears. Hallelujah. David attacked and defeated. Tonight, hallelujah. Don't worry about the midnight bear and midnight night. Just stand defeated this evening in the name of the Lord. You are free. Your house is free. Your life, your body is free in the name of the Lord. It's been found and cast out in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That which attacked you and your family will not attack you again in the name of Jesus. Even today, ask the Lord to brighten your perspective, brighten your eyes, that you'll be able to see things, futuristic things, in your business, in your life, that you're able to see ahead in life. David did not know how to take care of the sheep. He did not make, hallelujah, songs to make any CD. You know, nowadays people wants to make CDs and make songs. There's nothing wrong in that. But David's passion was to sing to the Lord. On church, David sang songs in prayer, personal songs. He sang, Lord, Lord is my shepherd, the shepherd of my soul. I give you full control because he did not know how to be a shepherd, he had to depend on the Lord. And God anointed him to be a shepherd to take care of the sheep. He did not know how to fight Goliath, it was not the stones, it was not. His precision, it was the power behind the stone. Even I use that stone, even Joe will not have anything happen. It was not the stone. It was the anointed stone. Hallelujah. And defeated the challenging giant. That is why David in the Old Testament, Jesus calls him a man after God's own heart. Had a public anointing. Oil made him public. That's what we want. Hallelujah. You don't need to advertise you. The oil of God come upon you. You become public. Hallelujah. Jesus' property, he will for public use. Tonight, may you be the private property of Jesus for public use. Hallelujah. Come on, if you want to be like that, lift your hands and say, Lord, first I want to be the private property of the Lord. And I want the Lord to introduce me to the public for public use. Because I have something to offer. In Acts chapter 2, we read the wind of God. The Bible says the Lord not only came as an oil, but he came as a mighty wind. The Bible says there was a, such a rushing mighty wind. There was a sound of the wind of God. The second characteristic of the Holy Spirit is when you know the person of the Holy Spirit, 
one of his characteristic as nature is the wind is the experience of the wind the hebrew word is ruha which means wind spirit breath he breathed on them adam and eve he breathed on them in john chapter 20 on the disciples he breathed on them which means ruha hakodesh holy ruha the holy spirit the wind of god the breath of god holy spirit is a holy ruha praise god in john chapter 3 the bible says when a person is born again it is like the wind blowing he does not know where it came he does not know how it came and where it went but it, it you know it by its effect the bible says such is the one who is born again when you're born again you know the effect you know the change born in the spirit is like a wind hallelujah there is impact there is change there is you have become effective from the day you're born again i don't know how many of you know it you are effective that's why in the first few days and weeks of your life you bring many people to the lord because somewhere you got the revelation how you are effective sometimes we forgot that that's why we are struggling to bring one come on you had such an experience wind is unstoppable hallelujah some of you feel stopped somewhere i'm stopped but your story is about to change what stopped 20 years back will not stop you again you're going to come out of every hindrance every stoppage tonight in the name of jesus open your mouth and say i am a child of the wind what stopped your parents will not stop you what happened to your parents will not happen to you because you are a child of the wind of god hallelujah the wind will carry you like an eagle it will carry you high you're going to fly high for the glory of jesus christ because there is a wind that is hallelujah determined to take you up and not bring you down tonight the determination of the holy spirit the anointing of god is to take you up hallelujah nothing can stop you the wind blow hallelujah in acts chapter 12 and the bible says it brought peter out of the jail come on it is the answer to your prayer it's the answer to your intercession you might be going through a season of jail and trials god is going to pull you out of it ah yeah kalaba oh be pulled out of the wind oh jail be pulled out of the trial be pulled out of from the hands of herod who is determined to kill you be pulled out of their story god's story is your story god's end is your end come on oh may the wind of god place you back in the story of jesus christ act 16 when they worship the bible says hallelujah the chains were broken there is something about the worship when you worship the lord there is nobody need to help you the holy spirit will come and help you the wind of god will come and help you hallelujah the wind blew and what they have never seen before happened the chains were broken the iron gates were broken what you never saw the kind of breakthroughs will happen in your life when the wind blow in your life come on church hallelujah oh the wind is about to take over take over take over number three thing the wind is unpredictable hallelujah today the people might be looking down on you while the wind of god comes hallelujah what happens the moses yesterday was a murderer today he's a deliverer peter was a fisherman today he's the fishers of men joseph was a prisoner yesterday hallelujah with long beard today he's shaved and he's living in the palace 
Nehemiah was a bartender making drinks. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He was playing with the drinks before. Hallelujah. King. Hallelujah. Making the best of drinks. Now he's a governor. Hallelujah. Over the land. Look at what authority. Wind is unpredictable. People have predicted your. People have said, predicted that nothing good come upon you. It's going to change. They suddenly see something happen. The one who begged yesterday, hallelujah, is praising God and leaping after God. One who was sitting in, in the outside of the gate is sitting inside of the gate. Come on. And taking the worship, hallelujah, bringing the glory down. Come on. Some of you are outside or oh, in the back doors are going to lead the worship in the coming days. Come on. There are something about the wind that you don't understand about your future, but the wind will reveal it. Hallelujah. Amen. So today, those who don't make friends with you will regret tomorrow. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, don't insult me, brother. Don't insult me, sister. You might need of me tomorrow. Hallelujah. You might need of my intercession. You might need of my prophetic word. You might need of the anointing that is upon me. Better don't insult me. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. The wind will bring back. Hallelujah. The dry bones back to life. The sky dry. The, 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 the. Hallelujah. The dry bones that were scattered when the wind of God blew, it became the army of God. The wind will give you a glorious future. You are scattered today. Tomorrow, you are in the army of God. Hallelujah. You are unpredictable. Hallelujah. The wind comes, you will bounce back. Come on. Wind comes, you will bounce back. The dry bones bounce back. Into the army of God. Suddenly you look in your future is bleak. Everything scattered. But when the wind comes, there's a bouncing back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Everybody say the wind of God. The Ruha of God. The Holy Ruha of God. Amen. Luke chapter 3, when the Holy Spirit came upon him, it was in the shape of a dove came gently but in the upper room the bible said it was not a gentle wind it was a rushing mighty wind came upon them as tongues of fire if the holy spirit would have come upon disciples like a dove the apostles would have come bought a house in jerusalem and would have been just worshiping the house and just staying in the house hallelujah but it was not to build a house hallelujah all that is okay but god did not come to settle down come on god come to shake you up some of you you might be drinking a tea or sipping a juice but God has not come here to sit like that he's come to shake you off the house hallelujah oh let there be a shaking in the Petra church tonight in the name of the Lord let there be a Holy Spirit shaking hallelujah when the wind comes upon you will fly high let there be a Holy Spirit flying eagle teach the kids to get out of their homes Hallelujah. They don't want to. Hallelujah. The pastor's greatest gift is the wind of the Holy Spirit. Because what they, you can't shake. After a while I was telling, I've done with my shaking. Hallelujah. But thank God. I understood I don't need to shake you anymore. 
If I do can't shake you, oh come on, the Holy Spirit will shake you out. Hallelujah. Come on, because God is a calling out of your life tonight. May you shake you out of your confinedness. May you shake you out of your hallelujah. Oh, restraint attitude. Come on. Oh, may you shake you out of your holiday attitude. Hallelujah. Because he wants you to fly. May you shake you out of the complacency. May the anointing of God, the wind, the fire, the wind. Oh, hallelujah. Be upon you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, you cannot see the wind, but you experience it. Last day, the Bible says, you know, you heard about cyclones. You'll all experienced it. If you're not able to see or feel, you dig the hole. You will have water. Hallelujah. Likewise, when the working of the Holy Spirit comes, God is sending blessing upon you. You can see it. Hallelujah. You cannot see it, but you receive it. Hallelujah. You receive it, but you cannot see it. The cyclone, you cannot see it, but you, you know it's happening. It's effect. Hallelujah. In the same way, in the realm of the Spirit, when the Holy Spirit comes, there's something happening. You have to receive it by faith. Hallelujah. Amen. When the wind of God is coming, Hallelujah. get in the hole of blessing. Amen. Ha Because by faith, you need to just get in. How many of you want to receive that in Jesus' name? Amen. And of God comes, you will find blessings that you have never found before. Amen. You will be forced to enter into your blessing. You will be forced to enter into your hall of blessing. Come on. Come on, church, tonight. May you be forced to enter into your holes of blessing. May there be such mighty winds, cyclone head, that be forced to dig and find your blessings. Jesus is genuine if you believe it. Even if you cannot see it, he's like, you know, it's like uh, you fly a kite. When you fly high, 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 you cannot see the kite. But somewhere along the line, you feel a pull. You know the kite is somewhere there. Sometimes you cannot see God. So you cannot see the Lord. But somewhere along the line, you feel that pull when you hear that word. Come on. That is the fact that the Holy Spirit is in work over you. Are you feeling a pull tonight? The wind of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. The wind of the Holy Spirit is power. There is natural power and supernatural power. But the Bible says the Holy Spirit come upon you. You shall receive power. In your worship, there is power that opens the prisons. That's why we had an extended time of worship today. Because I feel the hearts dry today. Hearts of people. Even all this word is coming. You are looking at it as if nothing is happening. Come on. Something happened in your heart. There are different realms of power. When you are filled with the Spirit, there is... When the Holy Spirit... You know... You'll be filled... And the power, not only the sound, but there is a filling. There is realms of power. Hallelujah. Like she's playing the music. The sound in the keyboard, it's not power. The sound is there. It's also not in the sound of your clap. You should clap and worship. But when you say power, 
There's an evidence there. Amen. It's the unanimous that you can know that you rebuke the devil. It's not just filled, but there is a sense of authority. There are different realms. The sense of authority comes in. Some of you have sickness, used to tell pastor to pray. There's nothing wrong in that. Bible says, call the elders and pray. The prayer of faith will heal the sick. But when this kind of power comes, you tell your leg, move. Come on. That is power. Hallelujah. You tell your body, hallelujah, how to respond. There is such faith. There is such power in your own mouth. Come on. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Pastor, spiritual father said, when the power of God comes upon you, the world will know you by name. Oh, come on. If you want to be known, be known for God's power. Hallelujah. When you stand, you can stand. Hallelujah. The powers of darkness. You can control your flesh. You can rule over your flesh. You cannot live this Christian life without the power of God. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9 and the 27th verse. Hallelujah. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Amen. When the anointing comes, temptation comes to everyone. But there is a power that you discipline, subdue the flesh. Romans 8 speaks about the manifestation of sons of God. Subdue the creation. When the spirit of comes, you subdue everything. When Jesus himself went through temptation, the Bible says he was without sin because he had the power of the Holy Spirit upon him. What is that power? It is a hunger for God. Hallelujah. What is that power? And the Holy Spirit come down. There is hunger for God. That's a sign that the Holy Spirit is working. Today people are lacking power. That's why no hunger. Just to finish a Sunday, go. God, work out a hunger in you. Psalm 42, want to say that one to two, you know the scripture. I said, dear Bandeth for the water, so my soul longeth for you. My soul thirsts for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? There's no rustiness, no dryness. He's not sitting rusty. He wants the presence of God. He wants more filling of the Holy Spirit like a deer continuously panting. A deer can smell the water brooks 200 miles away. From there itself, he comes. It's a panting. When the power of God comes, Unstoppable, there is a panting. I, I other day I went to bless one somebody's house and business. I went to that house and I preached for one hour because of such thirst. What I preached to you for one month, I preached to concise in one hour and give it. Because suddenly from the from the from the from the deepest of deepest of troubles, there is hunger. The spirit of God was working. When you have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you, you'll be panting, you'll be useful God. You pray, You'll be praying in tongues, but building yourself in the most, hallelujah, building yourself in, by praying in the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, you'll be building yourself up in faith by praying, Halka, Ruta, Reiki, Shatha, Oto, Oro, Shatha, Para. Men of God in Kerala from the time the lockdown started for the last one and a half years, daily pray in tongues for 14 hours. Even now, while we are listening. 
hunger tonight let there be an impartation of hunger send upon your life lift your hands of Jesus I receive it hallelujah praise the lord amen for us listening to a message is a big thing if you listen to it twice you feel that i mean you are next to jesus <laughs> pastor i've listened to the message make me the senior pastor when you study revelations 4 there are 24 elders falling down in the front of god's throne and worshiping why is power needed in heaven there are no devils to be cast out there no sick people nothing to construct there is no need of ministry no financial but the elders are falling down and worshiping because they hunger even in hang and they are hungry they are bowing down and worshiping that that kind of a worship lifestyle needs to be revealed Hallelujah. We need power to be hungry for the Lord. The sign of power is not only worship but humility. That is a state of man. Hallelujah. That God works. Humility, nothing moves him anymore other than God. He's living to please God. Humility is God's ability in you. That you've come God God can make you to live for him. humility means god whatever you say you tell me silent i'll be silent that is also a sign of power jesus appeared to 500 and only 120 were there on the day of pentecost why 380 people lost their hunger they saw the lord that's enough that's it but 120 came back and prayed and continued in prayer that's power hallelujah next 114 the bible says they all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication one version says they fasted with the women and mary the mother of jesus and his brothers they went up see power hungry why why one man of god said i am sure they were fasting because they were in the upper room the kitchen was downstairs praise god no time to eat God's presence humility and prayer power open your mouth say i hunger for you lord another realm of power means exousia there is a difference between a preacher and a witness the bible says the spirit of god will come upon you there should be a witness witness is somebody who is able to show god a preacher is only about preach about god but god said when the anointing comes upon you you will be able to show god our great testimonies are bought a car bought a house got promoted visa I mean good but a spirituality is not evaluated by material things difference is you are a witness you are exhibiting the law god is with you make us like that lord the visible expression of governance of god in your life is humility amen power is the ability to create change some people say sat for 3 hours 4 hours 6 hours but no change what's the use when you sit in the presence of god you should be there should be some change happening in you and through you power is the ability to create change exousia the dynamic power of god amen there's an infilling and overflowing the bible says when jesus 
prayed and came and walked the power went upon from his garment the people would touch the hem of his garment and shall be healed it was ability to create change come on church tonight dear lost born when you would fly about ever even in the flight in the african countries people down when the flight moves people down get healed come on the shadow of the aeroplane touch them they get healed our shadow touch what what happens people get scared and there is oil there is oil everybody say oil you just heard the oil a few more things about oil in kerala climate is hot and humid you can apply apply coconut oil on your head to cool yourself and the oil of god comes you become cool you're a cool dude amen lift your hands and say I'm a cool dude look at two people and say I'm a cool dude keeps my body warm in a car the engine unless oil is not there it will make all sort of noises some vrtiyata noises <laughs> some bad noises coming out complaining murmuring no oil some people first oil was 20 years back and government is after you unnecessary smoke coming out but a good oil the angel heart is in a good condition oil is changed today be fresh oil get your heart conditioned in the name of jesus there's a repair happening today hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord amen dynamis is the miracle power of god not only for change it destroys the yokes the yoke destroyed burden is removed because of the anointing oil amen destroy sicknesses health issues not only that when the oil comes upon your perspective will change you can see far off Acts chapter 13, Paul saw a sorcerer and said, I rebuke the demon. He saw a demon inside of that sorcerer. Hallelujah. Because oil was upon the eyes of Paul. He recognized the demonic power. Tonight, any demonic power, one thing I know will leave your life tonight. In the name of Jesus. It will leave your body. More than anything else, if it's oppressing your life, it will leave you today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When you're filled with the oil, oil can't. devil can look at you stare at you the old testament oil was rubbed on your ears you're consecrated unto god somebody said they went met pastor chris and gave him a hug soon after that his ear touched pastor chris's ear and one month the ear was shaking the man was full of oil he touched his ear the power came held on to the pastor who hugged him that's the kind of anointing that is available come on you will feel an electric shock when people hug you hallelujah amen if you are looking at me today by faith i'm saying be healed in the name of jesus may the oil from my eyes flow into your life tonight and be supernaturally healed in the name of jesus and let that kind of testimonies come from your life too in the name of the lord how are you step into a house that generational curse they don't have to even confess it that has to leave and run from that house religious spirits have to run from that house come on victory by the blood of jesus hallelujah when the oil comes upon your ears like samuel you said speak the lord is listening hallelujah The Bible says God's presence and strength came upon the room and they were gathered. Hallelujah. The oil come upon your tongue. You cannot speak unnecessary things. 
Life and death are in your tongue, the Bible said. You bind the enemy with that tongue. You speak for things that built others, not bring them down. Your confession and proclamation. Hallelujah. There is aggressive confession. 60 minutes of your time, like Paul Yonggicho, should be declaring for the promises of God. And things will change. Tonight, if your tongue changes, ask the Lord to anoint your tongue. If your tongue changes, everything will change tonight. Lift your hands and say, Lord, change me, change me, change my tongue. Amen. Amen. There are three types of sound we can make. One with a vocal cord. Chest muscle, stomach muscle. When you praise God, you speak from your stomach. From the abundance of the heart, the belly speaks. Convictions. When power is on you, convictions come. Not from here, from here, from within. You say, I will not die, but I shall live. Come on. You say in the name of Jesus, be healed and be whole. You said that my season of lack is over. Says in one month's time, I'll get out of my bank debt in the name of Jesus. May some of you have debt in your bank. I command you to come out in this one month in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your hands and thank the Lord. Lift your hands. May the power of debt be broken. May God supply your riches according to His glory and riches in Christ Jesus. Come on. Pray, 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 pray. In the Holy Ghost. Victory by the blood of Jesus. Benson Idhosa, an anointed man of God. One of the heroes of faith in Benin, in a place called Benin in Africa. While he was preaching in some foreign country, somebody told that occult conferences host to happen in Benin city. And he said, that cannot happen because I live there. God has given me that city. If God has given me that city, that occult will not happen in that city. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It was already decided and the stadium was booked. People from different parts of the world have flocked and bought the ticket. And somebody said, then why are you saying that? Because God promised me. The city is mine. That's anointing. In short, that conference never happened. He has gone to be with the Lord and it still not happened. Come on. Hallelujah. Occult conference does not have power. Hallelujah. Over the anointing. It got cancelled. Come on. When you open your mouth, certain things get cancelled. Come on. In this city is given to us. Hallelujah. No demonic power will touch a child of the living God or the Petra church. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Come on church tonight. Every occultic power, every demonic power, every unclean power, every dull financial sickness. Hallelujah. We live your life in the name of the Lord. Every family bondage broken in the name of this city is given to us. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Are you with me, church? Anointing will come upon your legs. Wherever you enter, heaven will come down. Somebody said, when you go to heaven, you will not see your photo, but you will see the photo of your legs. Because the Bible says, how wonderful are the feet of those who bring good news. Amen. When you are here on earth, how much you have run for the Lord. 
sacrifice for the Lord that the things, the photo of your legs. That's why tonight, not a message. Let's go forward, church. Let's go forward in prayer, fasting. Hallelujah. Amen. When you start moving, every block will leave. Ask the Lord to anoint your legs. Amen. Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth went about doing good, healed all those who were oppressed by the devil. When the anointing comes upon you, you will go looking for oppression to cast out. Come on. Oppression does not have to come search for you. Go. You cast it out. You are not scared. He said, I've given you authority to stamp over snakes and scorpions and to a power over the evil, but my nothing by no means shall hurt the church. It's under our feet. We have kept, instead of the power, kept the coronavirus up. Lift the name of Jesus and the power. Don't keep the coronavirus up. Jesus is the head of the body, the Bible. The devil is under his feet and he's under our feet. Because we are the body now. He's the head, we are the body. So when the power comes upon you, are you here tonight, church? Are you tired? Are you still hungry? Are you still hungry? I said, that's enough, pastors. Long sermon. I'm hungry. This rest of it is for hungry people. Praise God. There is fire. Fire is everywhere. There's fire in the sky. That's why aeroplane has a different technology. When it gets rubbed by the field in the sky, it will get burned. So to avoid it, there is scientific way. There is fire in this room. You only need to rub it. Fire is everywhere. But when you have divine encounters, supernatural rubbing with God, the fire start burning in your heart. Everybody say fire. Fire. Fire commands attention. Exodus chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. Exodus 3, verses 2 and 3. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire. But the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. Amen. Fire commands attention. When the fire of God is upon you, it commands the attention of the world that you are in. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Fire is the nature of God. God who answers by fire, He is God. Fire is the language of God. I am an all-consuming fire. It does not consume you. The bush consumed. Hallelujah. But it did not burn. It was burned. It did not consume. So when he comes to consume, it does not consume you. He consumed the dross, the sin in you. It is the language of God. The Bible says Elijah poured water on the sacrifice and the fire burned. Usual, you put water on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> Elijah put the fire on the water and the, devoured the water. Praise God. When the fire comes upon, your nature will change. Fire, hallelujah. Praise the Lord will change. Do things against the nature. Amen. Hallelujah. People who could not forgive can forgive. People who can't preach can preach. Come on. Hallelujah. People who can't give can give. People who cannot get up to pray can pray. See, look at these guys. They're getting up in the early mornings and pray. <laughs> fire of God. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> no good Praise God. It sucked out the water from the surface, from the sacrifice. 
this the realm of the spirit lukewarmness does not have a place when the fire you cannot carry fire and ignored you cannot carry fire and rejected hallelujah marriage is not happening pastor five came seven came you carry the fire and you will get your attention it's not from shadi.com hallelujah but the from the best of the best will come looking for you come on haraba sambhara velavala kadaka may you command attention in the season of your life i decree it forth over petra church over my life over your life over ministry over the church over your life over your business come on over your children over your marriage amen when you carry the fire your husband will not look another woman come on vice versa God is raising up a fire generation. As a matter of fact, the next season of your life, your destiny is going to be fire sponsored. You don't have sponsors. Come on, your destiny is going to be fire sponsored. Open your mouth and say, "My destiny is going to be fire sponsored." Hallelujah! Breaking news. Amen. Your impact in life is sustained by the fire. A lion who is sleeping in the forest. He sleeps and get up also as a lion. Hallelujah. He's a lion. You're sustained by the fire. You're still a lion. Hallelujah. Somebody said I've been attacked by the demon there is marks on the body. How can you be under the fire of God and demon leave a mark on your life? Amen. No witches can touch you. No prayer for soulish prayer witchcraft prayer can mark you can have the mark when the fire is burning inside kaurava shandala baladala fire haya ya fire of the holy ghost may you catch fire just like the tail of the foxes were kept on fire by samson i put your tail on fire come on destroy the camp john wesley the one who started the methodist movement he got revelations from god and when he started speaking about it his family and his church his community shut him out he did not have any place to stay so he went to the tomb of his father who was deceased he went to the cemetery far away from the land from his town from the city and while he was standing 7000 people flocked to listen to john wesley and john wesley said and people asked him why is that That to seven thousand people flocking to hear you preach. What did happen? There's a famous quote that he said. He said, "I set myself on fire, and people came to see me burn." Hallelujah! I set myself on fire, and people came from everywhere to see me burn. that that be your testimony and my testimony this season the fire of the holy spirit oh dhabala dalamana gadagamana sambala dalamana sambharadara uladara karajaradara sambhala jesus fire of the holy ghost dhabali gadagamala sambharadara oh hallelujah don't open the business without setting yourself on fire don't open the new business with setting yourself on fire fire as a focus and its focus is to burn the fire does not apologize for burning it knows its assignment some of us does not know the assignment and anointing calling but the fire of god comes upon you you will know your assignment 
Are you with me church tonight? The anointing will fulfill every assignment. Ephesians 2.10 says, We have already created for the good work that was already beforehand. So you are called to be an anointed engineer? Come on. Praise the Lord. You will be an engineer and you will declare the glory of God wherever God place you in. You are the God's engineer there. Ah, yeah, yeah. You are the doctor, God's doctor there. You touch with your stethoscope, right? Stethoscope, hallelujah. And the demons will go. Come on. That's what Pastor Spiritual Father's wife, he, she puts the stethoscope and the demons would leave. Come on. Wherever you are, you glorify, you do the maximum. Hallelujah. You maximize, you be the best engineer, the best doctor, best teacher for the glory of Jesus Christ. Are you with me, church? Fire purifies. You will not be the same way. It purifies your behavior, your thinking patterns, your change, I mean, your life. You cannot have the fire and go back to your old life and come back to square one. Come on. Open your mouth and say, I'll never go back to square one. I'll go from glory to glory. That's my, that's my story. Hallelujah. It transforms you, sanctifies you. Unclean thoughts will leave you. 1 John 3, 3. Anybody who believes that Jesus Christ is coming will purify as He is pure. You purify yourself because you know Eternity is in store. You have a focus on eternity. Compromise will not creep into your life. Amen. Are you with me, church, tonight? The fire of the Holy Spirit. Tonight, how many of you want the fire? That's why the Lord said, do not put off the flame of God. Amen. I'll say one more thing tonight. Habakkuk chapter 3, 5, and let's pray today. Before him went pestilence and fever followed at his feet. Amen. Before him went the pestilence and burning coals went forth at his feet. It says, plague shall go before him and fire bend behind him. The scripture for today's age. Plague, corona shall go before him. What will follow? The fire of God. Amen. That is the revival. If corona went ahead, there is a revival coming. There might be plagues all around the world, but behind there is a heavenly fire. Holy Spirit fire, the anointing of God. God is sending the church on fire. Hallelujah. Plague goes before and the fire following. Bonge told one thing, flies will not come upon a star where there is fire. But on the cold one, when you are on fire, no flies will sit on you because you are so charged with the Holy Spirit and the fire will spread. Amen. And the enemy is scared of that. Enemy is scared of the fire. Tonight, the fire in you, let it spread tonight to the end of the world. Hallelujah. That is the Pentecostal fire the Lord released on the day of Pentecost tonight. May you be anointed with that fire. Hallelujah. Let's close our eyes and pray tonight.